Every analyst knows that the hardest part of most analysis projects is putting the data together. Sometimes it's hard to get the data. That's often the worst problem. But even when you have data, it's usually necessary to do a fair amount of both selection and processing to get the data you want in the format you need for useful analysis. When it comes to predictive queue management, I'm working with our DM1 full journey data. That data in its lowest level form consists of a person ID, usually just a random number, and a set of events. Each event is a timestamp and an XY coordinate. The timestamp is down to the half second level. The coordinate is typically down to the square foot level. In addition, I have a digital map of the store that lets me map each event to an area. The first step in data preparation for a queue analysis is to make sure that the register areas are properly defined in the digital map. In particular, I'll want to make sure that the queue area is large enough to encompass any overflow. It's better to be generous here, because I can usually handle and clean out passers-by in the queue logic. I'll also want to make sure that the register areas are defined. This is particularly important for understanding how many registers are open. For predictive queue analysis, two kinds of data are necessary. First, all the detail for anything in the queue area is important. But I'm also going to want data about the state of the rest of the store. That data could be aggregated, like occupancy or door entrances by minute. That data will help us predict future queue loads. But for more sophisticated models, we may want to track the state of every track currently in the location. In particular, we'll want to know which door, if there are multiple entrances, the track came from, and how long the person's been in the store. We may also want to know where each track is located right now and where it's previously lingered. Current shopping area will significantly influence predicted dwell time, and previous lingers will predict likelihood of checking out. We might also want to account for groups of shoppers. Grouping behavior can be significant, often counting for 30 to 40% of shoppers in the store, but with a lot of variation, and that could have a significant impact on predicted cues. In other words, there's a lot of potential detail that might be interesting or might be overkill, and that's usually the way it goes. As a first data preparation step, I'm going to pull all the event level detail for a month of time. I'm going to focus on two kinds of data. One is building a picture of current queue links and open registers. I'll probably do this at a very low time granularity, maybe in the 10 to 30 second range. In other words, I'll have a file where for every 10 seconds, I have how many people were in line and how many registers were open. Ideally, the how many people in line will be grouped, but that's probably a second step. At the same time, I'll build another file, probably at the minute granularity, but maybe down at that 10 second level to match. It'll have how many people are in the store and their average time in the store by entrance. I'll probably save everything else for a second, more advanced pass of the data. I think that should be enough to build a first pass predictive model and get a good sense of how well it works. We'll see. In my next minute, I'll discuss model choice. Thanks for listening. I'm Gary Angel with the Measurement Minute.